Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP. Diving into physiology, neuroscience, and linguistics so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career, moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money, or make a difference. Tune in weekly if you care more than others think wise as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to receive our newsletter and receive free transcripts of each show. Here's your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice. I have the pleasure to be your host for this session. This week, we have the owner of psychologiesformarketing.com and Sam Ospreay, who's going to talk about how to utilize NLP with online marketing. Hiya, Sam. Hi, John. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Thank so, you for having me. Oh, a real pleasure. A real pleasure. I'm quite excited about this because marketing can make a real difference to somebody's business. Yes. Yeah. So... We're all hungry to hear your insights. <laughs> so t- okay. tell us a little bit about you. Um, okay. Um, by day, I'm a aftermarket sales uh, manager and marketing manager. Uh, and I've worked in digital and direct marketing for about 15 years now. Um, and before that, I worked in engineering. Um, so around about... 15 years ago, I started getting into interested in the internet and uh, websites, etc., and how to build websites. Um, and I very much uh, started to look at, to put my engineering mindset on and started to look at how websites got to the top of search engines. Um, so, and that's kind of steered where I've gone from there for. Uh, the last 15 years within digital marketing, um, so search engine optimization, etc. Um, and I've also gone into direct marketing and behavioral marketing. Excellent. And I know your website, the Psychology of Marketing, is aimed at um, social improvement through marketing. Can you tell me a uh, bit about that? Yes, certainly. Um, so what I'm looking to do is um, give a little back, a little bit back. Uh, to society, if you like, um, marketers generally you know, we can, we can have a bit of a bad rap, as it were. Um, so what I'm looking to do is to teach um, social enterprises, charities, uh, not for profits, and people that are looking to make a positive change uh, in the world. Teach them how to use digital marketing and direct marketing and. Uh, Elements like behavioral marketing and NLP to to get their message in front of people and actually make that change possible. Get them them noticed when they uh, they might not have the deeper pockets that say bigger business has that it, that can get in front of people more often. Um, so that's really what I'm looking to do through. Um, a series of articles on the website, uh, looking to, to write some books, etc., and just try and impart some of the knowledge that I've gained over the last 15 years. Excellent. Um, to, to, to bring about some sort of positive change. Great. So let's say um, 
maybe a one-man band or a small business that's got a website and I'm looking to improve it. So before we delve into the NLP stuff, what would you say were some of the current thinkings and easy wins that we could do to improve our websites, ranking, and create more business? Okay, okay. Well, the, the easy wins and the, the 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 first step is to is to not overcomplicate it. The, the the thing with digital marketing and the thing with SEO is it's full of terminology. It's full of um, language that can become very confusing, and especially if you're starting off a new website or a new business and you, you've not been playing around with it for a while, it can be very daunting. Right, so there's lots uh, of jargon. To be yeah, aware. there's there's lots of jargon. I mean, there's no just... jargon in NLP at all, you see. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I was attracted to NLP, yeah. because of all the jargon. Um <laughs> Well, the interesting thing about NLP is, uh, and the way I came came uh, to to learn NLP was actually because of some uh, SEO jargon called natural language processing. Oh yes. Uh, so that's that's quite that's how I found NLP because I was actually looking for a different type of uh, NLP. I have um, but... courses where there's people sat there for the whole morning with a look of confusion <laughs> on their face. <laughs> Yes, but if they stay there for the whole course, John, they would learn something that would really help them with natural language processing. <laughs> yes. Sorry, um, I'm taking you off track. Sorry. <laughs> no, so you're no, talking no, about it's... some easy wins. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the easy wins. So, obviously, first off, you, you need to have a digital presence. You need to have a website, a blog, or at the very least, a, uh, a Facebook page or a Google Plus page or, or some sort of presence that that presents you to the world. That's the first, obviously that's the, the first step. Um, it's it's very easy to build websites now. There's lots of templates, there's lots of tutorials and they don't cost the earth. You, you can you can set things up for free or you can work with um, local freelancers or, or, or smaller uh, enterprises and you, you can get a website up and running within half an hour yes um it's it's very simple uh the main the main elements to focus on is the content to start with the content there there is they're saying that content is king um i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure i agree that it is the only uh, element you need to focus on but content is the crucial element for a number of reasons um it needs to be first and foremost focused on your customer on the people you want to to target the people that you want to see your business and you want to ultimately convert into a, a customer um, so you need to put yourself in in their shoes so let's say i'm a coach yes and i'm looking for some business card clients what sort okay. of questions would i ask myself to get into their shoes uh, well, the first and foremost question would be, what would I type into Google or any other search engine? What would I put into the search engine to find a, the product or service that I'm offering, the coaching that I'm offering? Uh, that's the first step. So the first step is doing the analysis to look at what what words, what key phrases and key words people are using to find uh, websites like the website I want to set up. 
um, then what we need to be doing or we would need to look at okay so how many competitors are competing for those search terms so how would I know those things well, there's, there, there are multiple ways to know, to find out the, this information. There are um, lots lots of tools that don't cost. Um, to do a keyword analysis, for example, you can um, use Google AdWords. You can set up a Google AdWords account. Uh, I think you have to pay a £5 deposit these days, but um, yeah, I'm not 100% sure about that. But you can set up a... Um, Google AdWords account and use their keyword tool. Uh, their keyword tool is a great tool for just trying out um, different keywords, different key phrases in order to see the level of interest that's out there, so the number of searches, and it will also give you information about the number of competitors out there, how competitive uh, that keyword is or key phrase is. And what you're looking for is essentially you want the the most, the, the highest number of searches against the least competition. That's, you know, that's the, that's, that's when you really get that aha moment when you find the keywords and key phrases that have that, that unique um, element of having lots of searches and not a lot of competition. Now, you're not always going to find that. Um, and you have to use different variants of key phrases. Um, you have, you may have to specialize. May have to say, okay, coaching, for example. You wouldn't say, okay, I want to trade on the words business coaching Google. Okay, you you could try that, but you're gonna you're gonna hit a lot of competitors. A, a whole, you know, a whole world of competitors. You may want to focus on your local area, or you may want to focus on a a specific area of business or a specific problem in business and focus your keywords around that. So it's really about what is it I do as the coach? What is it I have to offer that's unique? Um, and what level of interest is there out there versus the competition? Um, there's also, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of tools on the internet that don't cost. Um, I would say anyone setting up a new a new business, a new website, search around for the free SEO tools, uh, the free keyword tools, and play around uh, with different keywords and key phrases uh, associated with the specialism that you you focus on. Uh, another, uh, another tool is, that's free is called Google Trends. Um, that's that's a little bit uh, of a higher level. You're not going to get local data with that, but you will get an idea of, okay, I want to focus on this specialist area, and these are the keywords I think people use. You'll get a very quick snapshot of whether people use those words or they're, whether they're just industry jargon. Right, so it sounds key to sort of, go and sort of dig down a little bit to really understand what people are putting into the search engines which you are calling keywords yeah yeah I, I suppose it's a bit a bit um, like uh, in NLP when we look at um, chunking up and chunking down you know you've got to you've got to look at the high level and the lower level elements of what it is that you you have to offer yeah so going from the big pictures which sounds a bit like Google Trends yes and down yeah. into the details yes yes 
That, that, and I, I would suggest to anybody that, that's starting off, going down into the detail, using a, a tool like the Google AdWords keyword, keyword tool is a good starting point. What you don't want to do is you don't want to bury yourself too deep in hundreds of different variants of keywords and key phrases. You want to keep it as simple as possible uh, and keep it focused on what you do. You, it's very easy with digital marketing to get lost in the in yes. the mire of it. <laughs> right, so let's say, and would you say, to keep it simple, would I would am I looking for 10 keywords or am I looking for three or am I looking for 20? Uh, that all depends on how many products or services you have to offer. The, the, the most important thing is to your website needs to be um, focused on the user experience first um, and the number of keywords that would be relevant or would seem natural. Google's getting very clever now with its, with its um, language tools and it, its algorithms in focusing on the consumer experience. They, they use, um, as, I, as I mentioned before, the natural language processing. They have a very high-level um, AI, artificial intelligence tool, which um, processes natural language. And they're looking for your website to be as natural as possible and uh, rewarding to the customer. So what you need to do is, is make your website relevant and have a number of keywords or key phrases that feel natural. Now what you can also do um, is then maybe have different landing pages for different variations of those keywords. And that's where you start playing around with multiple variants of, of keywords, uh, but the actual core website, you want to keep it as natural and as customer-focused as possible. So would you say that, um, let's say I'm, I'm not a techie guy, and I, I go, okay, I need to do the research. I've got this natural language processing thing going on. If I yeah. found a, a customer, sat down and spoke to them and recorded it and then wrote something around what they said... Is Google clever enough to kind of pick up that, hey, those the keywords should be in in that process? Yes, yes. Um, you, you, you could, a great way of, of, of doing this is actually to do that level of research, is sit down with the customer or potential customers, um, find out what it is uh, that they would be searching for, uh, having those conversations, writing the content that matches what they're looking for. Um, Google uses um, tools that uh, look at sentiment indexing, uh, semantics, it, it, different variations. You, you can have misspellings of, of words. You can have phrases in, in the wrong order. And Google, we've all seen it. Google will say, did you mean this? Or did you mean to search for this when we've mis misspelled something or we've put the phrase the wrong way round? Is it's getting uh, smarter and cleverer all the time with with all the searches that we put into it. And if you you think now where Amazon are going and where the Google Talk facilities are available, where you can do a search by pressing the microphone button and and actually speaking to Google. Uh, they they're using that those tools um, to learn how people 
speak and how they not so much how they think uh, I certainly hope Google aren't going quite that deep but <laughs> certainly how how people uh, search for products in the most natural way possible uh, so it, yeah it, if you can spend time with your customers and write the content that matches the content they're looking for and matches their language patterns you're on to a real real winner and it, it as an NLP uh, focused person, you're you're also onto a real winner because you've been taught how to do that in the real world. Excellent. So, so let's how how do I then get, get rapport online with my customers then on my website? Because hopefully we've got lots of people come and look at our website, and we might not have time to chat to each and everyone on a one to one basis. So, what sort of the key ways that you build rapport online? Uh, well, there, there are there is there are multiple ways uh, and uh, best practice out there. Um, again, it can become quite confusing. Uh, but the the first element is to you need to build a persona or an avatar of the type of customer. So the research we've just spoken about doing with a real customer is key to that. You can you 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 need to talk their language. You need to appeal to that individual so you might do some use some psychometric tools or some neurolinguistic uh, analysis um, to to say who is this individual that I'm targeting what are the lang what types of language should I be using to target them and this is key this is a key area where NLP can really help and focus uh, our attempt because we can also then use the communication models within NLP to be more persuasive. Um, but that's the starting. That's that's where you're, you're starting from. Um, you're, so you, you build a persona, you write the content, you create the visuals, and you you hope that you've got it smack on and it engages your, your customers. And what you need to do from there, sorry. That's okay, go for it. I was going to say, what you need to do from there is you need to learn from from what you've done and learn from the results you get from it. So uh, another free tool is Google Analytics. That you, and you can, within Google Analytics, again, it, it, this, it, this is, it, it uses code put on your website that you can, it then feeds back to you or gives you reports on different uh, elements within your website, how users come into your website, where they go when they're in your website, why, which doesn't say why they leave, but it can give you analysis of what pages they land on and immediately leave or what pages are working well for you. And then you can, you can use that information to say, okay, these pages are working really well, but these pages aren't. Why? And try and have a look at uh, digging a little bit deeper and, and, and seeing, okay, I can see why why the customers engage with this this page because of X Y and Z. Maybe it's the language, maybe it's the visuals, maybe it's it's a bit more interactive. Maybe it's got a video on there or a podcast. Um, but they haven't engaged with these other pages. What can I do to improve those pages? Um, and and another element that's uh, a, a big focus at the moment is actually. A, building a social uh, identity for your customers they, I mean, they, this some of the um, 
the bigger players in this area are people that like Starbucks, for example, um, they've created such a, a great social uh, identity for their customers that people will actually defend the brand online if people say anything negative about Starbucks. Um, so, so what you're doing there is you, you're creating this social badge that people uh, identify with. So they, for yourself, for example, they would be the people from the NLP community or the coaching community that you, you've taught and you would create a, so not necessarily a social network, but a social identity where they say, yes, I'm a member of this group and I want to help promote this group. That's when you're really, really honing down into something special because what what tends to happen then is they are creating fresh content about your products or services that's going fresh onto your website and they become advocates of your your brand and your products um, so that that's really the the golden the golden chalice of of digital marketing is to create a social identity around your brand wow you're you're correct of how much you can do in these things and how easily it is to have overwhelm of information well exactly yeah and i am i'm quite aware of that as i'm speaking i'm thinking well this is now becoming quite complicated when actually what i wanted to do is point out how simple it actually is well if you listen um just from my point of view listen to what you said you start off by really understanding your customer and what they want and then you kind of moved into talking about uh, analyzing their language patterns which is another level of understanding your customer. Um, you, there was then moving from understanding the customer to going, okay, how do they interact socially and can I connect with them socially? So there is a logic behind it. Have I got it correct? Yes, yeah. And, and, and the, the, another element to, that can make it easier to understand who our customers are, because there might be people saying, well, I don't know who my customer is. I haven't got a clue who they are or who they might be or or what how they speak is to actually when you type into Google the search terms that you think are relevant to your your website, you will come across communities, um, social communities. They might be Facebook communities. They might be user groups that are related to those keywords um, and. If you investigate those communities, you can you can see what people are talking about. You can you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours doing this, but if you but if you dedicate some time to it, you will find these nuggets of information that your competitors hopefully won't know are there that, that this these communities are talking about, and you can then say okay. Well, maybe I will create some content that's focused around this nugget of information. And you know what? Maybe I'll even promote it within that community that I've found where the interest is. You, know, you have to be very careful with it because you don't want to, when you're then in that community, come across as though you're just there to promote something. But you, if you take the time, you can learn your customer's language by 
learning where they hang out in a digital world and what they are talking about. Excellent, excellent. So have you got any examples where you've used some NLP techniques with uh, somebody you've worked with um, online? Um, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I've got... It, uh, more the NLP techniques more in the element of the analysis, uh, really, John. Okay, it's, great. It, it is the focus that I I look into, and yeah. that's um, the way I I came into NLP was looking at the language people use on the internet to find websites, uh, as as I mentioned. Um, so it's the it's the analysis of the language that the people use, and then the analysis of the language that the website then uses to connect with with that individual and looking to match those, those two up. Excellent. Um, but also with obviously with NLP, the great the great thing about NLP is is the ability ability to understand a person's map of the world and right. so, so let's bring say about I'm... a change. Okay, so let's say I'm 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 new to online marketing. I'm yeah. fairly new to NLP. Yeah. How, how am I going to listen to the language to create that effect and that change you talked about? Uh, okay. Um, so within within tools like uh, Google Analytics, um, we can use these tools to look at the keywords um, that people are using to find find our sites. Uh, and we can look at the the keywords and the trends that people are the the areas that they are focused on, uh, and then we can we can think about well how can I how can I bring about the change the in converting those those people uh, within our own website or within the social community that that I'm targeting. Um, we can do this through a number of elements. We we can, like I say, we can use Google Analytics. There's also a great tool called socialmention.com. It's a free website um, that we can use to, again, to, to look at the keywords that people are using uh, around that subject. And then what we can do is analyze the sentiment. So there's there's tools within socialmention.com that, that, that look at the sentiment of the language and whether it's positive or negative, etc. Um, we can then we can delve even deeper. It, it, there's some great um, there's some great linguistics tools that look at the the deeper psychological levels of what people are searching for and talking about on Twitter. Um, so what they will do is they will analyze a the, the keyword or the key phrase. So say hashtag Brexit or hashtag Donald Trump or whatever it might be, um, and then it will tell us the, the percentages of people that are positive, or the mindset, the kind of language that we, we can these people use, and then we can say, well, okay, well, if I wanted to change the mindset of these people, I would have to use NLP uh, to reframe their argument or reframe my argument to match their language language styles excellent 
is, is he? Does that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot going on here, and I and from what you're saying, here, the key seems to be the research up front. Yes, yes. The, the 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 key elements are research, understand your your customers, uh, understand gain understanding of the, the the types of keywords and phrases uh, that they will be using. But then, obviously, the the you need to then start creating some content um, and lots of it. The, the we talk in digital marketing about um, creating digital noise. So that's we all know how busy the the internet is and how many emails and um, tweets and likes and whatever it might be that we get a day. Um, so you need to be able to create the digital noise. That doesn't have to be overwhelming. I'm not saying you have to be tweeting and liking and sharing something every single day or ten times a day. Uh, but as a creator of content, you want to be creating a blog or a, a podcast or a video or just a meme or, or whatever. Do you say a, a meme? A meme, <laughs> yes. And what's um, that? That's the, the – the, my mum, my daughter would correct me. This is where I'm starting to get old, John. Ah. <laughs> it all sneaks <laughs> up on us. Yeah, yeah. She would correct me as to what what exactly I, I would mean by meme. But it's the, it's the visuals we see on Facebook with the – there might be photographs or graphics, and then they, they might be um, something that they'll have phrases or, or words or whatever uh, attached to them. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know if you can hear my dog in the background. Oh, is that your slightly, dog, is it? <laughs> yeah, you're going slightly crazy. I think she's a bit excited by hearing me in, yes. <laughs> talking on the on Skype. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's the... We see them all the time. These visuals on Facebook that um, they, they're often a famous person, or they're just a, a funny visual with some 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 writing on them. But they they can actually be great for promoting your brand. Um, and what you're what you're doing is you're creating, like I say, this 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 noise that you want to be be sending out this digital noise uh, as often as you can but it, it needs to be it needs to be good you know it needs to be relevant to your brand it needs to be um it needs to be focused on what you're trying to do but if if you can get so some of the the best digital marketing that i've done over the last year or so has actually been visuals these memes these visuals with the with the uh, the written content that I've just put on Facebook and promoted, and they've gone—I wouldn't say they've gone viral, but they've certainly been shared a lot, a lot more than I would have expected because they've just struck a chord with people. Um, so, just to just to go back a couple of steps, so you, you found your customers, you found the you, the market you're targeting, you're then creating content that would be engaging to that market so if you're in a very professional and serious uh, serious business you wouldn't be wanting to promote funny funny memes about I don't know whoever whatever celebrity but then if you're you're working directly with consumers and that's okay then you your content can have that element to it it can have that that more uh, jovial content 
within it. Um, but the point is to create good content uh, as often as you can. Um, there's some great, again, some free tools. We're not talking about lots of expense out there where people can get visuals for free that they don't have to pay license on. Um, and there are free tools where you can use uh, photo editing tools. So uh, where would I find the free images? Have you got any suggestions? Yes, uh, there's a website called pexels.com, P-E-X-E-L-S.com that I use quite often. Uh, and there is another website called canva.com. I think what I'll do, John, is I'll send you um, send you these after after we've finished up as so that you can put them on your your web page for people. Excellent. Thank um, you. I'm in no way associated with these, but I've found some of the photographs on there are absolutely uh, absolutely fantastic. They they really are uh, great great photography. And what it is is these communities of photographers that are getting together to to give out their work for free. Um, there's no, like I say, there's no royalties on them. There's no nothing that you have you have to pay. Uh, but it, it's a way of them promoting themselves in their own digital communities, yes. essentially. So, uh, but it's definitely worth doing because it, creating the, this content can take uh, thirty minutes to an hour. You know, I'm not talking about taking days over it. I'm yeah. talking. You know, 30 minutes to an hour to create a nice little bit of content. You then promote it out through Facebook, on your blog, through Twitter, etc. It's out there. And then you're, what you're doing is you're making this digital noise on a constant basis, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, um, so that people can see that you're somebody that's engaging with the with the social media and with the digital world, essentially. Yes. So, and then that was what I was going to talk about was, was the um, how much time you put into this. But your suggestion about two hours a week would be ample because it could easily take over your life. With that, yeah, this is this is the point. And again, like I say, I know what I, I what I've said today is potentially quite complicated, but it doesn't have to be at all. Yet, yeah, a couple of hours. Two or three hours a week would be more than enough. Once you get into a rhythm of doing it, when you when you first start off, yeah, you, you, you're going to probably have to do a bit more research. You're going to have to take the time to create the content carefully. Again, this is where the NLP will come in because you want to create content that engages people on all their senses and is persuasive and, and all the rest of it. Um so when you and when you first start off it yeah it will take a little bit more time but then once you get into it a couple of hours a week looking at the results of of what happened the previous week um with with the information that you've sent out and look at the important part is to constantly look at improving it and focusing on what works and if it doesn't if something doesn't work it, it's not to lose lose any heart over it it's just to say okay learn from it why didn't it work why and try and think from your customers shoes why they would they didn't engage with that content what was it about it that just didn't quite work quite often what happens there is it's too salesy it's 
people want to engage with content that's informative, that's engaging, that's not trying to necessarily sell them something. But if they're engaging with your content more on a regular basis because they know this person's putting out good content, then eventually they will, when they have a need, they will be looking at your website because they'll think, okay, I, I know somebody who does this or I know I know a website that talks about this because I've been listening to their podcast for the last <laughs> <laughs> six months or whatever, whatever it might be. Excellent. Wow, we really have covered a lot in such a short period of time. And I know there's, a, there's some resources over on your website, psychologyofmarketing.com, um, for charities, but I'm sure that will apply to other small businesses as well. Oh, yeah. It, it, it completely does uh, um, apply to small businesses, um, and it also applies. I, I'm putting content on, out there for consumers as well, so that they're aware of, of um, what's going on with the digital marketing. So, but yeah, anybody that's interested in digital marketing, uh, psychology of marketing, um, it's more than welcome to to come and have a look at the website, and if they want to send me a message and then I'm more than happy to, to to take the time out and have a conversation with them. Excellent. And all your details are over there on your website? Yes, they are. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you for giving up your time. I know how busy you are. Thank you very much for having me, John. <laughs> all right. And if you head over to Sam's website, psychologyofmarketing.com, there's a whole range of resources there. And uh, I know it's growing. It's a fairly new site, so... as there's even more content coming later on and Sam's very kindly offered to answer any questions and engage in a conversation not to do the work for you but to engage in a conversation have a wonderful week and until next time see you soon thank you for tuning in you were just listening to nlpcourses.com podcast show if you enjoyed the show please leave a review and make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter where we keep you updated with in-depth NLP topics. Subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro linguistics, programming, and beyond.